big shoes to fill. We just had Kyle in here. Yeah, I know. Do you know Kyle? Do you yeah, know? Yes, okay. we've worked before. Okay. But you're you're not currently No, you're not currently working with him, Ration. But we are working on a big internal project. Oh, can we talk about that later? Interesting. Um, not, probably not. Okay. Well, we can just say that we later we could say we're working on something big. It's game changing. Yeah, Gary, welcome. Yes, welcome you. to the <laughs> welcome to our podcast. This is uh Z DevOps Talks with Chris and Chris. Anyway, all right, all right. we've we've settled on this for now. It might change towards the end of this, to okay. the, towards the end. Even it might change towards the end of the podcast. So, Gary, uh, I, I think I found this from Blue Pages. It's you're a senior software engineer. Correct. That's still accurate. Okay. Yep. Um, I thought this was cool. You started uh, at IBM as, math, as a math education consultant. Is That's that, right. Is that right? Yes. Okay. From IBM's math. That's wild. Math education. Tell us more about that real quick. development. Yeah. What, what kind of math? Uh, well, it, um, a K through 12 education mostly. Okay. okay. And it was one of the very first, very first um, education software. Okay. For uh, algebra and geometry. Oh, okay. It was very exciting. Nice. That's cool. I, I got to travel. It was my first travel experience yeah. to Utah. Oh, where, really? Where the software developers were for that. Yeah. Uh, where in Utah, Salt Lake? Um, it was in next to Orem. Um, okay. Uh, actually, very close to Sundance. Oh, Park City. Oh, Park City. Yeah, okay. Park City, Utah. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. Provo. Actually. Provo, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if any Utahans are listening, hello from Silicon Valley. Um, and RTP. That's cool. I could have used that when I was in uh, uh, high school. I... Uh, Failed geometry twice, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, really? That's yeah, so strange, man. Geometry was my jam. Algebra, not so much. I don't know. I just, you know, maybe I just didn't apply myself. I don't know, but... Um, nah. Could have done worse. I feel like you're one of two people. <laughs> you're either into algebra or you're into geometry, yeah. one or the other. Yeah, now now they've... Uh, they've. I mean, you go on YouTube and mm. you, you get everything that you need for yeah. math, right? I know. <laughs> I, I That's what I do here at work. You know, somebody <laughs> asks me to do something, I go to YouTube, so... Uh, joking. So you joined, uh, it was, that was in 1988 as an associate programmer. Um, and since then you've had your, your hands in a lot of different software yep. development yeah. projects. Uh, you're currently part of the, um, ADDI team, which is application discovery and delivery intelligence. Right. Right. Uh, you are also a, we, our previous guest, uh, Kyle was a patent holder. You're also an international patent holder as well. True. Right. So True. I, I think yeah. it's a, is it 10 or 12 that you're up to now? Do you yeah, know? It, it, the, the count is up to 12. And that's uh, those are those are U.S. and Chinese. They're, right? No, is... they're mostly in the United States. Okay, I, think. I don't have Chinese patents yet. Um, yet. <laughs> are some? Uh, it looks like some of these are the same. That uh, did you and Kyle work on some of these together? Uh, not with Kyle, okay. but we typically work uh, uh, as a um, IP kind of team. Uh, okay. Um, intellectual property team. Okay. And uh, that's why I'm seeing some of the IMS stuff on here. Maybe. IMS. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I need to know more about this uh, generating references to reusable code in schema. Oh, that sounds pretty yeah, interesting. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was from my olden days when I was involved in uh, web services. They also, you also have a reputation score of eleven on the IBM Developer Answers Forum. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, yep, I looked it up. I'm not sure what that means. Sounds impressive. I will right. say if it's uh, if it's good enough for Spinal Tap, it's good enough for well, us. Yeah, this depends oh, on what the scale is, right? Yeah, yeah. Just turn it up to eleven. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing some references. Software architect. That's that's a big part of what you do as as well, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Talk to me about what. Let's 
we were curious as to learn like some of the things that you're doing now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, ADDI you know, is a four letter acronym. And I think you mentioned that it stands for application discovery Dis- yeah. and delivery intelligence. It's a mouthful. Uh, yeah. I just wish that we could, could, could name something like uh, Baby Yoda or something, right? A product, <laughs> <laughs> something catchy. Uh, but hopefully it's catchy. It's uh, describing what the product, um, what the platform does in general. Um, so it's an analytical platform for modernizing enterprise applications. If you want just one sentence describing what it is, um, it uh, allows you to as the name implies, to analyze enterprise applications and figure out uh, business terms, business rules. Uh, it allows you to uh, analyze programs, okay. uh, impact analysis, uh, mm-hmm. control flow, data flow, so kind of uh, overview, high-level overview like that. Okay. Um, so yeah. what would I be able to, I mean, I have that information that's been, been made available to me. The next step would be to act upon that information, right? So right. what are some, I guess, use cases or what are some situations for where I would find myself in the need for a product like ADDI? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you have, uh, say you have a, a, an enterprise application yeah. that, um, you know, it's a banking application, for example, mm-hmm. It contains millions of lines of code. Okay. And you're trying to enhance it or you try to introduce a new feature into it and you're changing it and you are curious about what impact your change might have on the rest of the application. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how it fits within the control flow of other programs or, or the flow of other applications, what, what the data impact would be. Um, and then you would be you would be interested in what uh, areas you need to test after okay. that, and uh, whether uh, your current test would cover what you what you introducing as a new code, uh, or you need to write some new tests. Mm-hmm. So in 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 general, I, w- I would like to go back to what a DDI is composed of as two major two major pieces two major okay. uh, components and one of them is application discovery as uh, as i mentioned and the application discovery is an environment uh, that allows you to do what i also mentioned the um, uh, program analysis mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, control flow analysis uh, program understanding and uh, data flow analysis so uh, what if i change this um, ch- change this variable, what does that affect? So that's the first component of okay. ADDI. The second component of ADDI is what we call analytical or cognitive component um, that is a web-based uh, interface uh, that uh, is connected to a, a data store or a warehouse. And in that warehouse, we collect data from various sources, from various data sources mm. that um, that are part of your overall day-to-day DevOps, okay. so development and operations. So the part of the de- development would come from the static analysis from application discovery, um, looking at the sources and analyzing the sources and producing program metrics and program reports, and the other data data uh, data sources that feed into ADI would be code coverage for understanding what uh, what kind of tests you need to run and what kind of coverage you get out of those tests. And the one other uh, important operational 
uh, data source is uh, is performance data source that we collect from um, from a, a provider called Omegamon for Kicks. Mm-hmm. And also, we've recently added application performance analyzer mm-hmm. and SMF uh, performance characteristics ga- information gathering from those data sources. Okay. So the 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 DevOps kind of uh, uh, area and DevOps um, flavor of this comes from where you get these things together, and you're cap- you're you're able to cross correlate. The information that you get from operational characteristics of your applications, with the characteristics, static analysis and uh, um, code coverage characteristics. So, okay. for example, uh, if you if in the pre-production environment you get you get a problem uh, with uh, with operation, you get a spike in your uh, in your CPU consumption. For example, okay, you can you can get this information and determine when that was when that spike occurred and cross correlate that with with the code changes that the static analysis was would detect for example and then based even going even further you would be able to correlate that with uh with the test data and figure out whether the piece that was in, uh, was created and caused that spike whether it was tested at all or not so now that, on that last piece you're talking about, Gary, yep. um, that's all graphically viewable, right? Right, right. So we collect that information, we trend it, and we graphically we analyze it, and we graphically display the mm-hmm. results for you, so that you can see a graph where the red zone is, for example, for uh, for your CPU utilization, mm-hmm. and then you click through uh, on that graph, and you go directly into the uh, say transaction composition graph, and that transaction composition graph would show you. What programs, what data sources are in it, and overlaid on that graph, you would see heat maps. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right away, you can see characteristics of those programs, like uh, complexity metrics and uh, things like that. And then you would see the information about whether that code changed recently. Mm-hmm. And if that code recently changed, you can navigate further down to see what kind of code uh, code coverage and test yeah. you would have. So okay. you would kind of narrowing down kind yeah. of the going to the root cause of that uh, potential performance spike. Yeah, okay, so you mentioned two things. Um, I just wanted to go back. You mentioned, you said that you use the word, the term trend, and then you used the, uh, you said CPU red zone. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about trends, so, I mean, clearly I know this is historical trends. So, you're, so ADDI is capable of... Um, I guess aggregating all of this data that you have over some sort of time period, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So you set up you set up your data provider as as on uh, on a schedule. Okay. So in every um, every five or ten, well, actually for for performance monitor, we for Megamon performance monitoring, we have uh, it's a predefined five minute interval. Okay. So every five minutes, you get you get information of how your application is doing in the Megamon environment. And is, is that, environment. is the, the under the covers piece of Omegamon, is that uh, largely SMF data that it's? No, no, it's, it's, uh, it's the Omegamon information. It's, it's, it's tooled on, on the kick side to, uh, to provide Omegamon with that data. Okay. And then Omegamon then, then, uh, we, we hook into, um, into the Omegamon as 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 a provider of data, it's it's, uh, okay. a, it's a URL. Okay. So that's configured on the Omegamon side, and okay. then we hook into that URL and we pull 
using the standard yeah. REST interface. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so Omegamon, um, but you're also you've 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 also got uh, application performance analyzer. Yeah, application right? performance analyzer. We get uh, we we get data from um, either uh, SMF, yeah. system management facility mm -hmm. data, um, and then we can cross correlate it. If you if you have information from APA, mm -hmm. you could cross correlate that with the APA reports, and you can display the APA reports. We currently provide a raw view and an yeah. XML view of the, of the APA report. But it will, um, I mean, clearly, clearly, uh, clearly, ADD. I recognize that there's a spike. It's mm -hmm. uh, moved outside of the bounds of that red zone, right, right? right? And so it, so APA that that causes a triggering event. For, for APA, APA to yes. run its observations, yeah. right? But mm -hmm. it doesn't. It won't run right then and there. Will it? Will it run the this the next time that 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 happens? Yeah, I or? believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So run the next time that it happens, yeah. and then you can go back, and yeah. then you can look uh, at the statement level, yeah. right, to see yeah. like what what that yeah. statement looks like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then you can right. also correlate that to. Yeah, that you can correlate that with all the other information that okay. we can uh, potentially. Okay. Collect. Okay. I mean, with all of this is configurable. You don't have to have all of these data providers. Mm -hmm. I mean, the the product will operate on whatever whatever is available. Yeah. But the more you get, um, it, the more cross correlation we could do. Gotcha. And so you're yeah. you're building this like much more competent and confident model to yes. tell you like with a very high probability that's what's causing your issue right there. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. What do you think, Chris? Well, what's up with the documentation generation for ADDI? Does it generate a lot of documentation stuff that folks could, like you said, like use if they're, say, picking up a new application stack to manage or something like that, or maybe onboarding as a junior developer? What do you think of that? Uh, the reports that you get from application discovery are uh, are quite a few. You can get you can get a lot of different reports. You can get, as I was mentioning, the 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 um, impact analysis, like if I change uh, this uh, this variable, what other modules and where um, uh, where are they exactly in the code they will be um, impacted? Uh, you get all of the uh, all of the metrics from all the programs that code analysis. You get the control flow reports and charts. So that that's uh, pretty much. Um, a full full uh, list of things that you would expect from a program understanding tool. Yeah, and that that is exactly that exactly uh, is the thing for um, for coming on board with uh, with new and young developers. So you can imagine that if you don't have a good documentation on your on your source code, you would be interested in something like that that would uh, generate uh, generate program understanding for you. Um, I would love. I, I would have loved to have these uh, these tools when I was my. Uh, uh, I, I was joining the mainframe development, and, um, and that that would help a lot to understand the um, the program structure, the control flow, how the modules interact, uh, and in general, what is the what is the uh, contents of the application? What are the moving parts within the application. So that that's that's the kind of thing that uh, application discovery, uh, the application discovery components do for you. Right, because that would traditionally be considered something like tribal knowledge, right? Yes, Where, yes. You, know, so you would you go have... and talk to somebody and yeah. they'd draw a picture and then <laughs> hope that uh, that piece of paper that you drew a picture on didn't get lost. 
right? right. Yeah, and, and eventually, obviously, it did. And then the next time you go to look to talk to them, they're in Cabo on vacation or even retired yeah. or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Cabo. So I want to work and, at that uh, company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it sounds like, and then with the with the um, that would be more the application discovery side. And with delivery intelligence, I've actually had the pleasure, well, I've had the have pleasure, spoiler alert, I've had the pleasure of working with both of these products. But with the, um, and this is more of an observation than a question, uh, but I'll tell you what, damn, if that product doesn't just work, it's beautiful. The delivery intelligence part, it's yeah. it just, it's it's a web page. You go to it. It gives you what you need. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of room for argument, right? Like Gary, have you found that in other products, you know, whether they be Eclipse-based products, you know, development environments or other types of products, there's always room for argument. Like, oh, I wish it did this, or oh, can it do that, or can it be configured to do X, Y, Z? Wherein delivery intelligence just it is what it is, and it works beautifully, right? Yeah, it uh, it does what it uh, is supposed to do, <laughs> or what does we what intended it says on the it. tin, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, um, yeah, it's a, it's a web like as as you mentioned, if it's a web based web based uh, product, it's it's doesn't require too much uh, too much setup. Um, when it's set up, it works. It just works. Um, it's. Yeah, one of the things that I wanted to mention is that um, um, again, it's it, it it's it's a platform for unifying all these d- uh, disparate data sources and and the potential for cross correlation and cognitive uh, application of things that you would never otherwise discover if you didn't have them all together in one place. One example of of uh, of this would be our uh, business business rule discovery, okay. or actually, um, not just for business rules, because if you think about it, the business rules are uh, just code, right? Yeah. So it's code and uh, it's variables and things like do um, do something that's important to the business. So that's why they called business rules. Okay, so you're talking about yeah, like talk actual, to me about like, business rules mining. Yeah, business rules discovery we call it. Okay, yes. it's like actual statement. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there coding, and then I'm looking, I'm uh, looking for uh, something in a in a table that is like frequently referenced. Mm-hmm. Like that action right there, or that verb right there, could be a business rule, right? Like, so the, yeah, the statement or a, a number of statements yeah. could be a business rule. Okay. Okay. Um, a a a. Um, uh, Routine or a function could be a business rule. Yeah, right. So it's it's um, anything that provides uh, some some sort of a, a function, encapsulated mm-hmm. function with uh, with an input and output could be a business rule. Gotcha. And um, it's not necessarily just a business rule. It, it's it could be called an API, right? Mm-hmm. So something that provides a function maybe it could be an internal function. It could be an external function to calculate. Um, calculate loan amount, right, okay. or or your interest rate, and for these things, we also with the application delivery intelligence, we provide this web based um, web based environment to to uh, uh, to explore and find potential business terms and parts of the business rules and business logic, mm-hmm. and associate them together. And find code snippets that could be implementation of those APIs or business rules, okay. and we provide the environment to store that information. Also, 
as Chris was mentioning, the the tribal knowledge, mm-hmm. for example, that you could record and store for posterity and for later use for example exporting it and using it into some business uh, rule execution engine like uh, um, odm Um, so um, that's 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 one other aspect of adi that uh, that we we like to talk about and uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Said ODM. What does that stand for again? Uh, it's um, operational oh, uh, operational decision management. Okay, yes. that's what I was going to guess. Yeah, what, and what would ODM? So where where ADDI leaves off, ODM picks up, and that enables the enterprise to do what? Uh, to an, to run business rules. Oh, okay. To tr- run and manage business rules. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, I had a couple of questions here. You actually answered one of them. The code snippets was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say static analysis, that is referencing what? So there's code in motion, what I call code in motion, which is the executing uh, executing a, mm-hmm. a piece of code, okay. running running an application okay. at runtime okay. in some sort of an environment. So that's quote, uh, that's quote unquote application in motion. Okay. But op- application at rest yeah. is when you have your code that is not doing anything, sitting in your like a repository, uh, in or re- your repository, okay. and you you have the ability to analyze statically uh, okay. analyze that okay. that piece of code. Cool. Right? So that's that's like stuff that can just be always going on. Always, yeah. Because so, there's code changes occurring every single day, right. and they check it back into the repository. Right. And, you know. Okay. Right. Okay. And then then you then you have dynamic analysis, and you have uh, um, things like um, uh, um, um, oh, what is it called? Kicks, kicks IA, okay. Oh, sure, kicks sure, 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 interdependency sure, right, right. analyzer, right? Okay. I think I think that's what it's called, and that's that that's a, a, that's an example of a dynamic uh, analysis of an application. Like if it's in in motion, yeah. Okay, right. If it's running, and what pieces are uh, what what pieces of information, what pieces of data are coming in as yeah. an input, what's coming out as an o- output. Okay. So it's sort of like a um, oh, similar to a debug. Like if you do if you're debugging an application, a, a debugger. In in essence, your dynamic code analysis. Okay. Right? Um, and then yeah, whereas with static is kind of just sitting there and reading through code until your right. eyeballs fall out. It doesn't right. tell you anything about the behavior when it interacts with other it, pieces. Uh, right. Right. It, it, in static analysis. In static right. analysis, yeah. it potentially can give you all all information. It can give you information about uh, various behaviors at, at runtime that are possible. Okay. Right, but it doesn't give you the the exact behavior given yeah. a certain input. Okay. Cool. I was gonna say with the business rules, um, you know, sort of just ADDI helps you identify what those might be, right? There's a lot of talk about the API economy and you know how to mm-hmm. leverage APIs and leverage your existing source and stuff like that. But I feel like I feel like business rules and business rule discovery is still a very big thing and very important for a lot of companies to do, right? <laughs> Yes, and and API API economy and business rules are intricately connected. So the business rules Absolutely. are are your APIs, right? And and you can you can call your business rules, you can call your APIs essentially, right? It's it's uh, not it's just a terminology thing. Uh, yeah, where it's the all bus- intellectual yeah. property, right? Right, right. So it's it's your code. It's whatever that code does. Is is the value to the business? It could be value to the business internally, in which case it may not be called a business rule, 
but it could be it could be valuable to your business externally getting more customers so it's it's um uh, oh, I, there is one story that I I I, I like to uh, I, I like to mention is is that I, I don't travel too much. Like, um, well, I, I try well, to travel, travel a share. couple. That's where I see you more <laughs> yeah, often. I, than I, not, try, right? I try to travel more um, uh, more on on uh, uh, on business and and help customers, um, but um, it's probably a couple of times a year. So the, this, but but when I travel, I get my luggage lost, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that happens to me too. Yeah, and uh, one of the last times that I was traveling, um, the airline lost my luggage, right? And then I go to the to the luggage desk and I ask them what what's going on, and uh, uh, they don't even know if the luggage was loaded on the plane, <laughs> right? But Always what's impressive, that, right? what is really impressive, and I, I, I try to I try to relay that. What's really impressive is that they they provide you with all types of information. If they know where the luggage is, is or, or if they find it, they uh, they send you text messages. You can subscribe to tracking and seeing it online where it is, uh, when they find it, and when it's going to get to you. So it was it was very impressive. And another very impressive thing was that. Um, uh, I, I, they lost it for for more than a day, so I had to go and buy stuff. Oh no! Yeah, mm, <laughs> um, bummer. Like all, all the you know deodorant, deodorant toothpaste and stuff like that. And um, I uh, I called them up and I said, okay, uh, guys, I, well, this, this is the stuff I'm buying. I'm buying it because you lost my luggage. And they <laughs> said, you know, that's okay. Uh, you can you can submit to us. A hundred euros worth of expenses without any any proof that you spent a hundred euros. Wow! Right? And I was oh wow that's that's pretty impressive. And I bet you that there is some business rule somewhere that uh, tells them that here's the limit that you can uh, you can give the you can give your customer who uh, who was twenty four hours or between twenty four hours and forty eight hours without his his or her luggage. And uh, give them a hundred dollars or a hundred euros, as the case might be. So that's 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 your uh, that's the business uh, rule somewhere. That uh, that's a great example, Gary. Yeah, says for sure. that yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, uh, says that the the agent on the line is allowed to do that, right? And it's somewhere in the system that uh, when I submit those uh, that request, and it was just an email, and I think it was an automated email to an automated system with all information that gets the cross checked. Uh, with my uh, ticket number, with my um, case number from the lost luggage, and gets check a check or or um, a deposit into my bank account automatically. Hmm. You know, so that's that's kind of a, a, an example that I. Uh, it's, it's very impressive um, from a point of from point of view of customer service, but behind this there is a system that does the cross-checking that does all of that stuff and that's a business rule or a set of business rules that do that yeah right and they have me as a happy customer regardless yeah. if your luggage is lost uh, or not. yeah yeah let's say that this airline was using addi to uncover those business rules um to enable them to do what you just described what um 
what's my alternative if I don't, what's my alternative if I, if I want to do what you just described, but I don't have something like ADDI, like what, what are my options? Like what would, what would I have to do? Like in, in our, in our IT department, you know, our devs, devs, devs and ops, what would we have to do collectively to, to make that thing happen? Yeah. So in, in to enable that feature, yeah. if you don't have ADDI, you would have to go and do grip on your source. And get said grip? grip, 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 grip. Okay. G-R-E-D. That's a technical term. It's what, a, uh, is it's a search acronym? function. Oh, uh, no, oh. it's a tool in, a, uh, I think it's, it's a Linux or Unix tool. Okay. Yes, so grip, gripping something means to go through a whole bunch of files and just say it, it's, it's a, it's equivalent of a search, right? Oh, it's so like the equivalent it, of like control F and then you. Yes. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah, but it's a command line interface. Okay, okay, right? okay, okay. So, so you G-R-E-P. And then you, and, and then you, you, we look for what? What do you look you for? Would, you would look for something uh, something like um, 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 lost underscore luggage or something like yeah, that, right? Okay. And then you would, call, you would go and try to figure out, uh, given the output of that search function, mm-hmm. if you search across your source code, you would, uh, you would find all those places in the source code, mm-hmm. And you would record the line numbers where where the what the where you found the code, yeah. and then you would try to go and analyze it, and then you would try to go and keep keep uh, these these things in sync, yeah, and figure out what uh, what pieces of code manage that um, <laughs> yeah manage that uh, lost underscore luggage yeah. variable. That and that's uh, oh man. That's that's being done right now in some places. Yeah, in some places it's all done manually. People, oh my goodness! People go and look for pieces of code, and then they create spreadsheets to oh. manage that. And then um, could you imagine? This sounds yeah. awful. Yeah, <laughs> I feel for I feel for those people. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, with with ADI, you would get uh, you would get you, you get an intelligent list of things. That, yeah. First of all, when you explore it from what we call um, top down, if you if you don't have uh, if you don't have the version the um, um, if you if you have the uh, a term or or, or a verb or mm-hmm. or a noun that you are interested in you could do you can enter it and do the search yeah in which case it mm-hmm. would give you the list of all of the places where mm-hmm. it's where it's found and you can link them to the term and keep that information saved automatically okay. somewhere somewhere not in a spreadsheet okay. but somewhere somewhere in the date in our database and then bring it back up and uh, see the those relationships right oh, away okay. when when you do identify it as a business term okay or if you do uh, if you do the um, uh, if you don't know the name of the business term you can uh, you can ser- you can it, it's it you can get a ranked list okay. of keywords or variables in your application that would narrow down your potential search and it would give you the highest ranking keywords that are potentially business. Terms. Okay. That's man. This is great. This is a huge segue. Cause I had a little note here um, about this application discovery, which allows uh, precision exploration of the keywords discovered in the enterprise applications as potential candidates for business terms. Exactly. And business. So that's yes, what, that's, that's what you just exactly mentioned. what I, okay. So I was, to. I had a little underline here. What does that mean? Keywords. So that's, mm-hmm. that's huge. So that all relates to grip. So it's, it's automating a lot of that. Yes. So it's automating the code, code exploration. Mm-hmm. It's also automating the, enter, what we call enterprise artifacts exploration. So we have also this kind of machine learning cognitive piece mm-hmm. that, uh, that would, would, extract information from any type of document. Okay. 
whether it's a text document, whether yeah. it's a Word document or a PowerPoint oh, wow. or a spreadsheet, right? Or a PDF. Yeah. So it would go and anal it would go searching through all of those document all of those documents and uh, find the potential keywords yeah. that could be business terms or could be related to wow. to business rules and group them together based on their proximity or relatedness uh, to one another. Okay. How yeah. would it do that though? How does it know where to search? So we uh, we give uh, we give uh, the user the ability to import a zip file that you can you could zip anything within that zip file. All okay. those documents are within that zip file, and okay. we go and we extract that information. And we analyze oh, wow. those documents you using can, the, the algorithms, and yeah. you can periodically update that zip file. Like yes. you could you could put right. that do that on regular intervals, yes. basically. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. And we reanalyze them, and then we we correlate again. We we use this cross kind of cross referencing information from the enterprise artifacts, which are not code, mm -hmm. but uh, the text documentation or any, any other artifacts, yeah. with the code analysis yeah. that we get from application discovery, right? So these, yeah. that ranked list that I was talking about on the side of application discovery is the ranked list of potential keywords that we extracted from the static analysis. Wow. Right, it's all coming together. Yeah, and it's all yeah, yeah, it, it and yeah, and that's it's um, that's the big thing being able to cross reference and correlate these things and and give users value and uh, more understanding of what could be a business rule or a, or uh, an application. That's cool. API. So so speaking of that's all these cool. interdependencies, um, I tend to work. Well, I don't tend to work. Most of my work is in the. You don't tend sector. to work. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's so, accurate. Um, we uh, right IDZ right, which I know the ADDI plugs into. Well, mm -hmm. at least the AD section. Technically, ADI does too. Either way, I digress. Um, so IDZ has some level of static analysis tooling. You can call it that, right? But the IDZ static analysis tooling scopes at the compilation unit. So the program main and, you know, more main program fuel and all the copy books. How, what's the scope for, for ADDI? Is it sort of not just the whole catalog, but the whole system? Or does it scope somewhere like at the compilation unit? Or what's the story there? So the scope for application discovery is what is called a project level. You can you 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 identify how big is your bread box is, nice. and it will analyze the the uh, the the pieces that you give the application discovery. And it's on the application level. It could go into the individual programs, but the strength comes where you analyze everything that comprises your application, your JCL your load modules, the pieces of information that you extract from, uh, even from the like workload schedules, like CA7, do, uh, A auto, control M, all these things. Um, does it do kicks too? Kicks, IMS, uh, all, all of the, all of the big ones, all the big hitters, uh, awesome. IDMS, Adabas, all the database and file systems. It also um, extracts information through either just plain files or you can give it uh, hooks into um, RTC, Endeavor, uh, Librarian, Changements, so all of all of those all of those pieces of information that you need to figure out what your application is 
structured mm. as you, you you get through application discovery. It's not it's not just the program level. That's super cool. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, actually, you answered one of my questions that I had written down here, kicks, because when you start with the yes. story, it was kicks, but it, it's it's uh, basically all these subsystems. Right, right. It's all of the all of the subsystems in, in, in the ZOS environment. Um, man, I'm all out of questions, I think. Oh, <laughs> I wrote I, I had you answered. You answered a lot of the questions that I had, which is good. So, um, well, what should we be on the lookout for ADDI? Because I know that you mentioned Omega Mon and you mentioned Application Performance Analyzer. For ZOS, which is actually my product, I'm the offering manager for that product. Oh, <laughs> full, I, full I knew that. I did disclosure. research on you too. Chris. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if I was going to mention it or not. I don't want this to be a shameless plug. And I know about the batch optimization with ADDI and, and application performance analyzer. I know that there's some things like we we sat in on a, a WebEx or some somebody. There was a demo that I that I finally sat in, which was pretty interesting. But what are some of the other things that um, that we're working on internally with ADDI, or we should be on the lookout for? So w one of the areas that we are we are working on is improving and providing more insights for business rule discovery. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things. Um, and in general, we are. We're looking at um, dashboarding and uh, providing more web experience with application discovery as well. Okay. And we're always looking for more, more data providers, more data that we can extract to cross-correlate and provide the cognitive and analytical mm -hmm. information to, to both the, the developers, the application developers and team leads and architects and test leads. Yeah. And uh, operations as well, so it's it's uh, it's a long long road right ahead of us. Uh, was it, would it be safe to say? Uh, would it be safe to say if uh, if if it can be tracked on Z, that could that is a candidate for a data is, store for yes, you? Yes, yes. Right. Any type of information. I mean, we're we're entering the era. We we've entered the era of information, right? Mm -hmm. So information is is king yeah and being it or data is king you you gather all of the data and then now it's time to be able to analyze and provide the insights into into what that data actually means okay so all of the and at speed as well at speed yeah right so are you uh i mean are you actively working with with uh, customers and sponsor users users now or um how does this work how uh, how how and where how and where do you receive feedback on on the product to 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 improve it right so we we try to acquire as many sponsor users mm -hmm. as possible yeah um it's it's a challenge because you know everybody's busy yeah all right uh, but uh, we go, we go, uh, we go proactively to customers and try to recruit, uh, recruit people who would be willing to work with us. And sure. anybody who's listening to this <laughs> podcast and want to provide any kind of feedback or interested in any kind of uh, um, areas that I mentioned, please, please reach out. Please, reach please out. Reach out. Yeah. <laughs> do you see? Uh, do you see? Um, uh, do you see sectors that uh, are more interested in certain sectors that are more interested or industries that are more interested in, interested in some of the insights that ADDI can provide? Like, do you see it? Is it more, are we saying, are we saying like, oh, the logistics sector really loves this business rule discovery stuff or it's anybody or is it like mean, everyone? It, it's everyone. Really? Everyone who has an IT department mm -hmm. should be interested in this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, 
Oh, what was it, Justin? He's thinking. See, he's got his this, thinking cap on. That's oh, what he's wearing man, I today. I sure do. Um, oh, um, we mentioned this in a prior episode. Uh, ADDI, it's on uh, the old Z trial platform, yeah? Absolutely. So yes. we, we have, uh, uh, typically, you see they're in threes. There's three scenarios. So is it consistent with ADDI? Are there three scenarios that are on there? Or are there more than three scenarios? With the, 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 Z tri- trial. the Z yeah. trial. Yeah. So these, the, the scenarios that we put on Z mm-hmm. trial are the core scenarios that we, yeah. we provide in, in, in ADDI. Okay. Okay. What cool. are, what do you know? Do you know what those are? Do you remember? Do you recall? Uh, yeah. The root are? cause analysis, okay. uh, business rules discovery. Okay. And I think there is an applica- uh, the uh, static analysis as well, the AD okay. piece. Okay. Okay. Cool. Right. I would love to see that awesome. uh, that artifact analysis yeah, in, in yeah. action. Yeah. Um, I That's believe cool. it's there. Okay. I believe it's on the Z trial as well. Yeah. That is so freaking neat. Yeah. I'm telling you, listen, you know, again, spoilers, I've, I've worked with the product before and I, as a matter of fact, shameless plug, yeah. uh, helped put the Z trial up there. I built that. Yeah. Um, but man, if that product doesn't just work, that's like cool. that's what the beauty of it is. Like you scan stuff in, so I'll give you an example of, of, um, of sort of it in action and doing what it's supposed to do. I've been at shops before where they've had ADDI or RAA or static analysis. We'll say ADDI. We'll go with that. We'll call it what it's called currently. (laughs) Yeah, AD, right? So I've had, you know, I've been at shops where they have AD and and someone will go into, you know, they'll browse the assets and they'll go to try to find something. They'll be like, well, it's not there. And they'll say, oh, AD must have missed it. It's got to be there. I know it's there. Um. No. First of all, AD doesn't miss things. If you don't point it to a place, it, you mm. know, sometimes it won't scan that object. Um, That's understandable, though. Gen- yeah, exactly. Like, you, it, it does exactly what it says yeah. on the tin. Yeah. If you don't give it the location, then, you know, it's not going to scan the thing. And I think, Gary, it can actually, does it do some automated scanning now where, like, if it finds something... That's related. It will go out and scan it there, or so. If you if you have if you miss something, it will tell you that you miss something because if it's required by right. the application, it will figure it out. Mm. Right, 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 right. And that's yeah. yeah. And so then people will be like, oh well, I know that's in there, but yeah. no, it's not. If it was ADD, it would have found. It would have scanned it. Been able to find it. Yes. Is, is that you? Is that you? Like when when the. <laughs> It was when, Gary. When the as far application, as that when ADDI says you missed something, is that Gary? I mean, indirectly <laughs> saying, "Hey, you missed this." Well, it's it's uh, yeah, it's the. Uh, I mean, you're the team or, responsible for yeah, this, right? Exactly. So, like, right? Like There's a little bit of yeah, Gary's fold. Yeah, Gary's over here. You know. Do you remember that paper clip in word like Clippy? Gary pops up. Gary's He's wagging his finger. He's waving his finger. You're missing something. I can help you find it. Yep. I love that exactly. though. That's kind of inter- that's kind of cool to think about, like all these little notifications and things like that. Those are yeah. those are we'll people. Those RFP. are effectively people saying or teams right. of people Team. saying. Yep. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, well, though this is this has been this has been helpful for me. I think it's been helpful for other people because uh, just the stories and hearing the different perspectives of what the what ADDI is, what it's all about, what it can do. Um, we usually like to leave, you know, leave the lizards, listeners off with, you know, some words of wisdom or advice or anything like that. Or it could be really anything. But, you know, do you have anything that we didn't cover? Maybe that you that you want to that you want to discuss could be any you know, shameless plugs you know, do well or math, maybe, projects I don't know, coming like, up or anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, oh yeah, stay in school. That was yeah. that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'm I'm really really passionate on uh, STEM, right? So yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, kids stay in school. <laughs> yeah. And learn math. Math is very important. I have background in math. So, okay. Um, I think um, it it helps a lot to have the. Background and background in math, especially if you're going into any technical sure. uh, fields. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for um, um, for um, the listeners of the this podcast that are interested in the product, I would recommend going and trying on a Z trial. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't cost anything. You get it for three days and just kick the tires. If anything yeah. in this in this um, broadcast caught anybody's attention, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a great product. Very cool. Well, I like to hear that somebody. I, I like to hear when people are passionate about the things that they're working on. It's really, it's really cool. So, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I excellent. see. I see you. I see you wanted the wanting to say something. Don't let me. No, steal I your just thunder. wanted to thank Gary for his time and for coming on. It's always a pleasure to. Uh, I. I um, Actually, I'm not going to be at the next share. I will miss hanging out with Gary at the expo booth. So Gary is crying right um, now. And that's do. a big deal because Gary's Russian. So well, uh, yeah, yeah. I hope I hope he's I hope you're well. And it's it's good to hear from you. And really, we appreciate you being on the podcast, yeah. Gary. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you yeah. for having me. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. 